something earlier today on Facebook um, that I've seen it before, but uh, it's so true. It said um, something to the effect of, you know, why do we expect women to work like they don't have children and have children like they don't work? And I was like, bam, yes, exactly. Why, why do we do that? And, you know, I feel like as a society, it's just expected, <laughs> you know, it's expected if you run a business or you have a job, you know, it doesn't matter if you've got kids, you better be out there hustling girl. And the same way that, you know, if, if you're home, you better be Betty Crocker in the kitchen and diva in the bedroom and you know, everything uh -oh. else. Seriously. I mean, no wonder we're all stressed out. We are held to such high standards, you know, add in the fact that many of us Female entrepreneurs are um, multifaceted. So, you know, we have multiple businesses, multiple talents per se. And I mean, no wonder we're all just running around like we're crazy all the time. So we learned, a, we learned a phrase. What's it been about a month ago? I had never yeah. actually heard it before, which is kind of funny seeing as how. It's actually told to us by one of our. Yeah. One of our boys that were real. I was like, what is that? She was, <laughs> she was like, Fempreneur. And I was like, Fempreneur. I mean, I've heard of mompreneur. I had heard of that one a while back, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'd heard of that one, you know, moms that are also entrepreneurs, which obviously I'm a mom. So I'm a mompreneur too, but I had never heard of fempreneur. But I was like, yes, because that literally encompasses everything, you know, everything, every side of just being a female and an entrepreneur, which, you know, there's so many layers that's not mom related. That's within yeah. that. So, I mean, I really love that term. And I was like, yes, that's it. So we are fempreneurs and by definition or the definition that we got anyway. So, you know, there may be some other ones out there that, um, fem female entrepreneurs between the ages of 30 and 55 are fempreneurs. So yeah, that's my new title. Now I'm going to have a, a plate made and put it on my desk. <laughs> Bumper sticker, yeah, everything. Everything on board. That's how. That's how I usually go. So it's like go big or go home. So it's like, like cows. How many entrepreneurs? Exactly. So I well, I guess you just said the name. So I guess we better go ahead and let the cat out of the bag on that. I know we've kind of hinted around that we were working on some stuff, and um, you know, I'm going to be airing this on successfully chaotic podcast, but we'll also be putting it out as a beginner for a new podcast that we have coming out called Growth Gals. Um, which is also a new business that coaching business. Yeah. It's Sharon and I, so you get the crazy duo for yeah. whenever, whenever you want to have some help to help you with the definition of fempreneur and all other things, business, then you got us. So, yeah. So you can, uh, you know, well, I'm sure we'll be, uh, doing our routine again at some point coming up or we just go all over New York and you know, East Coast and make our way back to the Midwest and anywhere that they'll let us basically get on a stage. Yeah. That was, that was so much fun. I'm excited to kind of go there again. And I feel like, you know, this, this time I feel like we're more defined before we were just going after business owners as a whole, which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, all business owners need help. You know, they do. Yeah. But this time we've decided to kind of refine it because you know, the fempreneurs, I'm never going to get tired of saying that word. The fempreneurs have a special set of needs. Um, they really do. And I feel like obviously we are fempreneurs. So, 
you know, we're many businesses. Many. Yeah, exactly. So we're, you know, we can't stop being entrepreneurs. No, <laughs> we're, that's our addiction. <laughs> so, um, you know, so at that point we are able to speak from that voice so much better yeah. and with so much more power than we can just as a business owner. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've been writing on our board here, just different thoughts that we have for, for whether we're talking to women who are needing to figure out how they get beyond hangups in their personal life to grow their business or whether it's people who have that part figured out, but they don't have the business piece 100% figured out. And what the number one thing we wrote on our board is we wear too many hats. Oh, Lord. And, you know, you have to, you've got to have a point where enough's enough. And that's part of the reason why we're going out to fedpreneurs because, you know, we have worn a ton of hats and some of that's trying to be too many things to too many people. Yeah, exactly. And and some of those don't really fulfill us. So, I mean, you know, at a certain level, it's not realistic to say that you can only wear a hat or two. I mean, we know. I know. You know, I'm, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. You know, I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. You know, we, we automatically wear numerous hats that we can't really do anything about. However, there are things that, you know, some of us, cough, cough, being me, can jump into that doesn't really fit within what we want our goals to be, what we want our business to be, what do we want our life to be. You know, it may be awesome and fun and cool and whatever, but if or we sometimes stressful as hell. Well, it'll be stressful. So no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with hell. Hell's good. Um, well, I guess hell is good, but the word hell is fine for us to say, I think. Um, but anyway, I, you know, I think sometimes you ever heard the saying like too much of a good thing? You know, I think even if it's a good thing, you know, even if it's a good thing and it's, and it's something that's amazing, I think if it's not right for us, yeah, you know, if it's not right for us or maybe not right for that moment, or it doesn't go in alignment with where we're trying to get, you know, if we're taking yeah. detours all over the place, that just doesn't work. Well, and I try to say all the time, you know, the power of positivity but when you get to that point where you're kind of at your breaking point and you are pulled in so many different directions, it's hard to stay positive. Yeah. Now, sometimes I'm like positive on the outside and dying on the inside because people just expect that of me or they see that in me. And, and honestly, when I'm around people, it just pulls it out of me, you know? And um, honestly, one of the things I, I've made a goal for myself is every day to positively impact somebody. You know, whether that's on the phone right now or in person, you know, as life used to be. Yeah. <laughs> or when the great pause is finally over completely. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting. TikTok, TikTok. It's, it's starting to, I feel like, starting to open up a little more to go back to, you know, normal-ish. So we're getting there. And that's another thing, you know. It's okay to go back and forth between positive mindset and, oh, today just kind of sucks. But don't stay in that place. You know, get yeah. yourself in check. Just be like, okay, that thing sucked, you know. And then get yourself out of it and say, okay. What are we doing now? I wake up sometimes in the morning and I'm kind of like in a little bit of a rut and I'll just like crank my happy music mm. or like I'll turn on the comedy channel and listen to jokes, just something to get my mind and my mood up because I can feel when I woke up that I'm still carrying the stress I went to bed with the night before because before I even walked into my office, I had 17 things on my list that exactly. I never got accomplished yesterday. Exactly. Well, and that goes back to as women... We are expected to, like my little meme that I shared earlier, you know, we're expected to work like we don't have kids yeah, and then have kids like we don't have a job, you know, which most of us have 
both going on. Right. You right. know, and maybe you don't have, you know, human children. Maybe you got furry children, you know, kitties yeah. and dogs, or maybe you're a plant mom. I'm a plant mom too. I love plants. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a cat that just made home under my shed. And, um, you know, I, my, I called it my she shed and, and I was reminded to my neighbors that I called it the bee, sh- the bee barn. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, well, we'll be respectful of the mother kitten under the she shed right now. Um, so I have, I guess I adopted six cats, uh, unwillingly. So there you go. That's what I'm saying. They said so many things yeah, happen. Her mom, but well, like seven now. <laughs> yeah, I was many. You were real ones. <laughs> I trade you because I feel like feel like the cats. I have cats too, and my cats act better than my children. That's another story for another day. But yeah. anyway, they, you know, the the whole point of this is that you know there's nothing that's going to really change the fact that we wear too many hats. But when it comes to our business. You know, it can get very tricky by wearing too many hats. And being too many things to too many people. So, you know, our job at this point is to help you understand how to just pick one lane and stay in it for a little while. Yep. Stop detouring. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's really super important that you do that because if you can find one avatar to go after, your business could go from $5,000 a month to $50,000 a month because you've just figured out where your brand really is and who that avatar really is that really has the biggest want and desire for what you do. Now, I know, obviously, we're both in the marketing world, so we know what avatar means. But oh, for our listeners, <laughs> you know, I was just going to have you kind of break it down. For our listeners that have no idea, like, avatar, you know, isn't that that little bald kid on the cartoon? <laughs> it's my bit of yeah. <laughs> Well, no, there's a, there's a, there's also the, the, um, oh, last airbender avatar. I was mentioning avatar and my husband, the whole like 15 <laughs> minutes I'm talking, he's automatically assuming we're talking about the last airbender because our kids watch that. So when then finally he goes, I've never seen that. Is there like a new, is there like a new one? I was like, Sorry, what? A a new what? <laughs> so yeah. So for our listeners, we're not talking about like, like, um, avatar, the last airbender. We're talking about an avatar as in, in the marketing world, picking your ideal target, yeah, defining it. Yeah. Who, who are you talking to? You know, who's Age, your customer? race, sex, yeah. nationality. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. It, it needs to be. It all depends on what you do. And super, as super specific as you can get. Cause that's, you know, that's, we were talking about this before we went on air. That was a mistake that I made, um, early on in my business and actually made for far too long was, you know, just talking to everything. I, I wanted to be everything to everyone because I'm a helper. I want to help, you know, I want to help everybody, which is a good quality. But it's not good for the pocketbook because if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And it took me a while to kind of figure that out. And I kind of accidentally kind of found that out and then kept refining and kept refining. And that's the thing, you know, just like life is a journey, business ownership is a journey. You know, it really is. It's We all kind of think about our business kind of like another kid. And that's how it is. You know, you, uh, yeah. you give birth to it and then you, you know, you got the newborn phases where you're exhausted and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do and you know, how you're going to survive it. And then you got the toddler phase where they're like into everything. You're not sure what's yeah. going to happen. You know, are they going to survive or are they not going to survive? You know, cause they're literally like, like they just like ate paste or like swallowed a penny yeah. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like you seriously go through that and you go through like the early child years where it's like, okay, well things are starting to go. Okay. And then you got the tween years where maybe, 
you know, it's kind of getting a little junky. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, you're starting even kind of fine to find what you like, what you, you want to be. Yeah, but well, a lot but of times, you're not there yet. You're not there yet, and then that that ends up being a lot of times those tween and teen years. You know, is in, ends up being kind of where you're making money. You know, you got money coming in. You're like, yeah, this is a, a cooking, working, awesome machine that I built. You know, this is an awesome, you know, human that I just birthed. You know, this is awesome. And, uh, but, you know, they, you know, teenagers and tweens, they act out, they get mouthy, they, they do all kinds of stuff. In our business, sometimes maybe things will change or maybe we're grow, we've grown to the point that we're making pretty decent money, but not to the point where we could hire somebody in to help full time. So now we're in this like limbo, this limbo of we need to hire somebody to, you know, achieve the next stage of growth that we need to get to. But we don't have the funds coming in quite to the point to hire that person to get us to the next day. Yeah. So you're like stuck in this limbo of what do you do? You know, the teenage years are, are, are hard for businesses. And I feel like that is where we specialize because I feel like that is where I got stuck for the longest time was in the teenage years because, you know, I wasn't sure um, how, you know, how to go about managing that next stage of growth. So, you know, again, I mentioned earlier, I'm big, go big or go home. Sometimes that's a good attribute and sometimes it's terrible. I decided to just go ahead and jump and hire a bunch of freaking people, which that in retrospect was a terrible idea, <laughs> a terrible idea. That's some of the stuff that we say. We saw, you know, I, I am super real and super honest. Oh. With people. I'm like, don't do, don't yeah, do that. We made all the mistakes for you over the last 18 years. So I'm just letting you know, like, we're going to shortcut that for you. Exactly. You want. You, yeah. want shortcut. Yeah. you want, you want us to tell you all of our horror stories so you don't have to live yeah. them. You can just laugh at us for a while. We'll let you. Yeah. It was pretty funny at times. <laughs> just like the Monopoly man, you know, pass go yeah. and collect $200. You can just go ahead and pass go, just collect your $200, you know, because we've, we've already, we've we'll already gone to part. jail. Yeah. We've gone to jail. We've landed all the properties, paid all the fees, you know, we've done all that for you. So. Yeah. And that's been ugly someday. Oh. We yeah. have had nasty, messy cries. Yep. I mean, just ugly cries. I think that's part of it. You know, that, again, it's a journey and. You know, I'm happy that we can kind of look back at some of the stuff and laugh now, you know, because I might still cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. There's a, there's a couple of things that's still barely in the rear view mirror, yeah. you know, that we still might. If you, uh, if you but... see us live on stage, there will be a box of Kleenexes <laughs> for us and for you. If we choose you to come up and uh, let us talk you through life. Because uh, another thing, you know, sometimes you can feel so overwhelmed in your life that it affects your business. We talk about that a lot. And you can feel so overwhelmed in your business that it affects your life. And it's trying to get to the next step and achieve that balance. And one of the things that I talk about in you know, our speaking that we do is just the fact that for the longest time, like for almost forever, I thought that, you know, when I got to this point or that point or whatever, that I was going to achieve this like harmonious, you know, balance that it was going to actually balance. And I know looking back, that seems completely stupid, but I did. I kept thinking, oh, okay. I'm just, I was running full force. Like when I get there, when I get there, I will, it will be balanced. It'll be easy then, you know, it'll be easy. My business will be balanced. My family life will be balanced and I can breathe. Well, it doesn't work like that. 
you know, it's, it's, it, there's always something going to be junking up. There's always something going to go wrong. You know, you're going to come in and the internet's down and you have to spend all day, you know, trying to have, you know, work with the internet company to fix that. Or, you know, your kid's going to get sick and you have to reschedule all your meetings or, you know, whatever, you know, life's going to happen. Chaos is going to happen. That's inevitable. And if you already know that, you can kind of roll with the punches. But if you're planning for this harmonious miracle that's going to happen when you achieve this, you know, fake work-life balance, <laughs> you're going to Sorry. be sorely disappointed. Yeah, she's laughing because she she knows. I mean, that's how it is. And, it, you know, it's like that even in our business. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with looking ahead and, and dreaming about what you want it to be. That's good. Have that dream. You know, go ahead and think about, you know you know, ahead of time, you know, what you want your business to look like and work toward it. But sometimes I think we can get so caught up in the what's going to be's and we're just running blindly toward that, that we're actually getting farther away from. It's like, you know, we're not going through and actually making smart decisions on what's moving that needle. We're just reacting. And I did that for so long. And, you know, there's, there's so many things that we have to think about as just as business owners that is freaking overwhelming. You know, it's so overwhelming. And, you know, I think that we don't give ourselves enough time to kind of sort through those thoughts and pick our priorities. And, you know, picking your priorities is something that's going to move that needle way farther, way more yeah. quickly. You know, if, if, you know, we talk about that almost like, like the house, house analogy, you know, you have to pick your values. Your values are your foundation of your house. And then, you know, then you put up the walls. The walls are your, are, are your um, priorities. And then you, you know, make your goals. The goals is the roof. So if you try to throw your goals up there on top of no roof and no foundation or no walls and no foundation, I mean, what's going to happen? It's just going to like hit the ground. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't work. And I think so many times we get it backwards. You know, I think, you know, we make our goals and we just start blindly running toward our goals without even taking into consideration, you know, what are our values, you know, like our family or, you know, what's important to you? And then what's the priorities related to that? Like, what is it? Like, if I had to pick three things right now to focus on, if you can't focus on a million things, you know, and not well anyway, you know, what are those? What's going to move the needle further? Well, I think that's where your brand comes in because I think, you know, one of the things you don't do a lot of times when you start a business is you don't tear your business down to the point that you really begin to understand that ideal client. Yeah. And, you know, and, and equally your brand. I mean, you know, I've been a business consultant for, you know, years since what, 2005. So I'm not to date myself, but I mean, um, you know, and even before that, when, you know, I worked in the bank, did commercial lending for years, it, I saw so many business owners that they created something and they could talk about that all day long, but they didn't know how to market it and get it out there and, and tell their story completely through to the point that a bank was going to feel comfortable giving them their money. And that's why I left and became a business consultant yeah. because I wanted to help people understand what is that? So they could build that story that they really needed to raise money or get an equity investor. We had the story so concrete all the way through multiple avenues and ways of them to make revenue that we look like the best choice when we had to walk into even an equity funder. 
Well, and I think that's huge. I think, obviously, you know how passionate I am about story. You know, your story. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's my thing. That's my jam. And I think it seems easy. It's like, oh, you know, fine. We, we see all the memes and all the, like, little things you, you see online on social media and stuff about, you know, your, define your story. And, you know, that's cliche. It's cute. It's whatever. But that can be a little hard sometimes. For some people, their story comes naturally, you know. But for some people, it's like they feel like they have so many stories inside them. They're not sure which story to choose. And I think that was my problem early on. Obviously, I love stories. I'm, I'm very big yeah. into humanizing a company and finding the story. But finding my own story, it was hard to pinpoint because I knew all the things that I have, yeah. have you know, believe in. I know all the things that I value. I know all the things that I've experienced. I know, you know, all the things. And so when you have all these things like jumbling around in your head, sometimes it could be very hard to pinpoint that. So, you know, being able to look at your avatar, you know, again, not the, not the airbender, but the, you know, your target market, being able to look at who that person is and what their problems are, you know, their issues in the business are and what stories that are within you that you you've experienced that would help them come up with a solution to yeah. those problems. That's the story you need to Even potentially clients you already have that yeah. could give you a great pat on the back type story that, you know, not necessarily interviewing them per se, but being able to use their story as a means to grow your business. And, you know, I think everybody, once you've had your business for a little while, you've worked with enough wide variety of people you kind of know the area that you like to work in most. And if you're having success in that area, that's an easy way to start with figuring out who your avatar is. But, you know, for some people, we got to break it down, tear it apart, make it look like something that maybe they don't even realize it is. Um, but that's why, you know, we have people who join our tribe and yeah. jump well, on board. And I think that's my favorite part. Um, I, I think if, you know, other than, you know, just being a helper out of, you know, 50,000 foot view. I'm, I'm, I just love being a helper. But if you dig down to it, I really love the stories and here's why. A lot of times they don't even realize they're in them. They don't even realize it's a story or that anybody cares. And, you know, I tell people when I come in, I come in like a reporter. I mean, I, I say this, you know, verbatim. I come in like a reporter and I want to, I want to talk to you and I want to, find that story and I want to develop that story and make it in such a way that it reaches the people that you're wanting to reach. And, you know, does that mean every single person is going to resonate with that? Absolutely not. But your person will, your people will. Yeah. And, and a lot of times we even look at people and say, why are you charging $27 a month for what you do or what you do in the success you had? You need to be charging $97 a person. Would you rather not have one person at $97 and five people at $27 that don't have as give you the kind of quality time and dedication because they haven't spent as much. Sometimes people don't realize that discounting what you do only hurts you because you don't get the client who is really super invested. Yeah. Devalues. And you know, and you could talk about numbers all all day long. I mean, and you know, for us, our goal is just to be very inexpensive you know, to be something that our target market can afford. Because our target, as we mentioned before, you know, is the fempreneur. You know, they're they're that that woman that is wearing, you know, all the hats. You know, she's wearing all the hats and she's burning the candle at both ends. And, 
you know, she's a hustler. She's driven and she's doing her best every day, but she's tired. She's exhausted. And, you know, she's just reacting to all the things that has to get done every day. And she doesn't have that time to take the step back and look at what she's doing and make informed decisions. And that is huge to be able to make those informed decisions. You know, she's looking at all the people that need to see her stuff. She's spraying and praying everything out there on social media. You know, she doesn't have time to sit and make the social media plan. And I'm, and I'm telling you this because this, this was me. You know, this, this is exactly my story. I knew stuff had to get out there. So I just slapped some stuff out there and, you know, spray and pray. Pray somebody'd see it and at least give me a like or two, you know, so it didn't feel like it was, I was the other way around. Yeah. I was that person that was paralyzed. Yeah. I was, I was paralyzed. So instead of spraying and praying, even though I have something so unique that I do of being, you know, basically cloned as the Google gal and teaching Google my business courses and teaching people how to grow their business using Google. It was, I just was so overwhelmed at a certain point that I did nothing. And I think you're, you're always one of those two. When you get to that point, when you get to that overwhelmed point, it's going to be one or the other. And a lot of times it is very dependent on your personality. You're, you're either just going to be like slap something out there and be like, oh, well, hopefully this works because this is all I got time for. Or you're just going to sit there paralyzed, just waiting for, you know, all the moons and the stars to align and just be this perfect, you know, moment to finally launch your perfect thing that you made. You know, and it yeah. just, I wasn't waiting, I don't think, for mine to be perfect. I just think that I gained so many clients so fast that I was so overwhelmed by trying to have to play all those roles yeah. because I didn't have people in that were trained yet. Thank God we're not there anymore. Yeah. But, you know, and um, I just didn't know how to, like, I just, just burned the candle both ends, like yeah. you said. I was trying to keep up with the clients that we had coming in. They were coming in so fast and furious. And then I was teaching classes and just everything that we do around it that I just, I think I just had burnout. Yeah. And it was like, I'd rather just do nothing than, you know, um, to grow the business any further. Yeah. And all I was trying to do was just keep my head above water and not drown with oh, the clients that we had. I, I was there. I was there, too. I mean, I still did the spray and pray there thing on social media and such just because of, I don't know, I did. But, you know, with a lot of other things, it was like I couldn't deal with it the way that I felt like I needed to deal with it. So it was easier just to kind of put my head in the sand and not deal with it. <laughs> and... So, I mean, that, that is something that, you know, we know all, you know, too well. We're very familiar with that. I don't know anybody that hasn't, at least at some point in time, felt like they were overwhelmed in their business. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> and even if someone comes in and takes our program and we really, they, they work through the whole thing from start to finish and they go through the process of understanding their business better and their brand and and the group of people they, they enjoy working with the most. And maybe that's modifying their business ever so slightly to, to make that. And then go through the social media classes, website, Google My Business, and they really get to that point where they are, you know, hopefully to God, kind of like on the autopilot mode yeah. when we're done. And you've got a little bit of relief, but you're never going to get away from having some days that are just overwhelming to you. Exactly. And need a break. Exactly. Well, and I think rest is so important. And that was another thing I made the mistake of is, you know, you know, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you're a business owner, I'm a strong woman, so I'm going to get this done. And I am all of those things. 
but I'm also human, you know, and I get tired and you need that rest. Don't feel bad about taking a day off. It refreshes your mind. I mean, think about your computer. When your computer runs too much and it's running too many things, it's doing too many things, it gets bogged down and running slow. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, it needs to. It needs to. You got to recharge it. You got to reboot it. You got to plug it in. You got to recharge it. And we need to do the same things. And you've got to take time for you and your family. Yeah. And, I mean, as hard as it is sometimes for me, because I am a workaholic. I mean, honestly, you know, I I hate to have to admit that, but I will admit that. Because, unfortunately, it it has become who I am. And I have really worked hard over the last, you know, six months to, you know, in the evening, you know, a couple times a week, be like, kids, we're playing games tonight. It's family game night, and you just shut it all off. And, and even if after they go to bed at 11 o'clock, i got to get downstairs and work for an hour before I go to bed, which I'm trying really hard not to do that anymore either. But unfortunately, it does still happen. Um, you know, well, because we're real. We're yeah. real people. But I feel so happy and excited and, like, whatever, because I know that, you know, my daughter's in college. I mean, like, when she goes away to school this year, she's a senior. She may never be back home again. I've actually been happy we've had COVID-19 because I have spent more time with her than I probably would have gotten to otherwise. And so, you know, and I know, you know, she's going back to school the beginning of August and, you know, life is going to be nuts. And hopefully if she's one of the very lucky ones at the end of next school year, she's going to have a job waiting for her or get one very quickly. And, you know, coming back home may not be something. So... I have to take advantage of that right now. And I think we all do because, again, more cliche statements, but life's so short. You know, life is so short. There's no guarantees. I'm full of the cliches today. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, that's how it is. You, I've seen it firsthand with my neighbor behind yeah. me. He was 34 years old and killed in a car accident. You just, you, you never really know. And while our business is so important, and I can't stress enough that, you know, that is your baby. You know, you've created it. You've nurtured it. And it's great that you want to you know, put time and energy into it. I would expect nothing less, but make sure you are taking time for yourself, taking time for your family. But that's all on that. Let's go ahead and talk about, um, let's talk about Growth Gal. So obviously this is launching first on Successfully Chaotic because we have not uh, got the platform up for Growth Gals yet. But this will also, so you'll be very confused when I get on Growth Gals probably at first, um, that we'll, I'll also air this on Growth Gals just so the people that end up finding it on there can hear this too. We've started Growth Gals. This is something that we've done for years and years under different names and, you know, by ourselves. And we did do one round of it um, together under another name. Um, but we, <laughs> yeah, we're full of the names, but, um, we just like incorporating Yeah, businesses. we like incorporating businesses. That's our, that's our hobby. Um, you know, we just want to confuse our tax account. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we, we further refined it and decided, you know, that we were really targeting these, these women, these, you know, female entrepreneurs. And so, you know, we started digging through everything that we had spoke about before and said, okay, you know, how can we really dig down and refine this to speak directly to these women? Because we are you, you know, we know what you think and we know what you've been through. We know what you're going through. We know the struggles, you know, and maybe you have too much business and you're not sure how to manage it. And maybe, you know, you are out there just crushing it every day and you're not really finding the business. And either way, you know, we can come in and we can kind of help figure out 
how to fine tune who you're talking to, fine tune exactly where things are roadblocking, and we can kind of get you. Your message is right. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's so huge. And we wanted to make sure that it was super duper cheap. I mean, bare bones cheap. Um, and, you know, to start out, we wanted to go ahead and create two classes that it's their classes that we've taught in the past that we've, you know, refined to speak specifically to, you know, the, the female entrepreneur, the fempreneur. And, you know, one of them is uh, a GMB class, a Google My Business class that, you know, teaches, Sharon is the Google gal, so she's the one that does that, and it, she will teach um, everything GMB at $37. Yeah, and so that is your Google My Business knowledge panel. It is that box that pops up in Google Maps and in Google Search that tells the world about your business. And, you know, it has landed on four times more frequently than your website. That page really needs to sell your business. So it is the most important piece of digital marketing right now when you are a business who's trying to gain local search. Exactly. And it's, it's only $37, 37 bucks. And then we have the social media class that I teach. And I, I teach all the social media platforms, show you how to set them up and show you some little tips and tricks. And then I dig way down deep into my two favorite ones because I, I like Facebook and Instagram myself personally. So, um, there's nothing wrong with all the rest of them, but those are the ones that, you know, I really get in depth with, and it is also $37. So, you know, you get so much value packed information that you can take and implement into your business to help you with that hat, <laughs> you know, to help you manage that hat. <laughs> yeah. But then we've got a big program. So, you know, we want everybody to join our tribe. And so, you know, we've got a program that's $97 a month, and that's the program where we really begin to look at your business. We help you to break down the barrier that you're in to help understand your brand. Do you even know what your brand is? And then get to your avatar, not the guy with the blue hair on his head, but, um, well, I guess, if, you know, you can figure out how to market to a cartoon character. Um, anyway, <laughs> so... But, you know, I mean, that's that's really where it is. And then so we kind of start there and we literally go down everything. So that includes branding, avatar, understanding who you are as a business owner, understanding who your business, you know, what your business is, who your clients are, all the way through creating your story, through getting your story out. And I mean, that is <clears throat> I can't even really describe how important being able to have that tribe is because I know whenever I started having those people in my life, that really helped me fine tune the stuff that was already in me. It's not like we're putting stuff in you. We're not, you know, we're not putting stuff in you. It's there. We're just help helping you find it and helping yeah. you isolate it and helping bring it out. Yeah. Between us and the other people in the tribe. I mean, some people may be further along in what you're doing and, you know, you can share questions out on the Facebook group. And, you know, other people may give you advice as well because they may be in your industry or have seen your, you know, what's going on in your industry more from a, a more, you know, friend perspective. So, you know, I think the thing that's important is it's not just about what we help you do. It's it's about the group. Exactly. And, you know, we talk about, you know, 
you know, have your tribe, your girl tribe. And it's even more important on a business aspect because uh, if you're anything like me and you go try to talk to people who are not business owners about, you know, owning a business or this or that and the other, they look at you like you got three heads because unless you've actually been there, it's, it's hard to really explain the things that go on. So how are you going to get feedback on that? You know, they, they might care. They might care about you a lot and want to help. But they've, if they've never been in that situation, they can't really tell you, well, you need to do it like this because if you don't, this. Because like we said, we've been there. We've done that. You know, we've made the mistakes. We've, you know, seen what works and what doesn't work. And we don't want people to make the mistakes that we did. And, you know, a lot of people charge thousands of dollars to do this kind of thing. And, you know, we talked about pricing and, you know, thousands of dollars is great. But here is the thing. It's not the money that we're after. I mean, obviously we all have business bills and all that kind of stuff to cover. So, as much as I would love to just volunteer and do all this for free, that's just not how it works sometimes. But we wanted to make it super accessible and affordable for anybody. So no matter where somebody is in their business growth, you know, you can afford it. If you are the person that's got all the clients and you're making mass money, well, great, you're getting a fab deal. And if you're that person that is doing amazing things, but for some reason the business isn't trickling in, you just don't have that capital coming in it's still affordable for you too. So that was our goal when we were deciding our pricing is we wanted it to be something that was affordable for everyone. Because I see some of these plans and they look amazing and I'm like, whoa, those are great. But, you know, especially if you're that person that doesn't have the business coming in yet, it's not affordable. So no matter how amazing it is and life-changing it is, you know, if you can't pay for it, you can't pay for it. Right. So we didn't want to be that. We wanted to kind of fill in that gap. I've seen that need. I've seen that gap. And you see some of these programs come up and, you know, I'll click them up and read the comments. This looks great. I wish I could afford it. You know, that was, that's always yeah. the comment. I wish I could afford yeah, it. But they want $2,000. Yeah. And, and, and it's worth it. It's not that it's yeah. not worth it. It's that it's not accessible for yeah. everyone. I mean, and, and you know, that's not to say we won't have those clients who hire us and want that one-on-one yeah. handholding, but you know, that's not going to be majority of the people that we work with. Yeah. I, because, we, you know, we're looking for that small business. We're filling in the gap. We're filling in the gap for the people that want that type of coaching, that type of a program, but don't have that kind of money to come up with to get some of the programs that are out there right now. That's, that was where we seen the need. And, you know, cause I was that person. I've looked at a lot of those coaching programs in the past and looked at them and thought, wow, okay. That looks like it's really amazing. That might, you know, help me get over this hurdle. But then, you know, I didn't, have that extra capital laying around to, you know, to barter that on, you know, to be able to yeah. say, okay, well, let's just try it out and see, you know, I, I didn't have that capital laying around at the time. So, you know, if I felt that way, and then a lot of these people that I see within, you know, some of these post comments are feeling the same way, then, you know, I was like, well, I want to be super affordable. I just, I want to be available for, that woman that's out there right now that is struggling, wearing all the hats, trying to keep everything going on at home, trying to keep everything going on in the business, you know, she is exhausted and she needs someone to just kind of say, okay, here's what you need to do. Because a lot of times what ends up happening is we are wasting so much time and energy on things that are not moving the needle and we don't even realize it. So if you can do less and get more, why aren't you doing it? Because you don't know yet. 
Because it's so hard to see when you're in the muck of it. Yeah. You're just in survival mode. You're barely keeping your head above water. So let us come in and help you kind of get your head way above water, get out of the water, and start walking toward your goals. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the end, we own a digital marketing company. So, you know, if we get you where you need to be, you know, whether it's us or somebody else, there's plenty of companies out there, good companies out there that can help you when you're ready to take that next step. Exactly. And in the meantime, we're giving you the tools and the know-how and the inspiration to be able to do it on your own. Because we did, you know, we did, we did it on our own. <laughs> we did. Oh. And this way you will fast track your bad experiences and you can just laugh at ours. Exactly. <laughs> so real quick takeaway, if you are interested in any more information on this, uh, feel free to comment. We're still working on getting some of the Growth Gals platforms up. You can contact us through um, Successfully Chaotic. Um, we'll be dropping a couple of freebies just to kind of give you a little taste of some of the information that is in our classes. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you're interested in being on our mail list right now, we don't have the growth gals uh, link set up, but you can email me at info at successfully chaotic.com. And I'll make sure that you are on the growth gals list. Sherry, you have anything you want to say? Take away. I'm just excited. And I hope you are too. I am too. I am too. This is like business number 492. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> no, not really that many. But. This, this has been, honestly, this has been a dream of ours. This has really been a dream of ours for the last two years. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you have the opportunity to write it with us. Exactly. Well, that's what's so funny. And I know I said I was getting off your but I got one more thing I'll say. <laughs> but I think it's really funny. Even when we were out there doing our speaking engagement, we were speaking just to business owners, even men. Yeah. Somehow we would always end up accidentally talking to the women. And I'd have to, you know, backtrack and say, well, well, for you guys, obviously, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it just would automatically happen because I was just automatically speaking to the women because, you know, I just seen that need there. You know, I just seen that yeah. need there, that struggle that, you know, I was that woman that needed that person. So, you know, a lot of times you see all the more cliche things, you see all the, the, you know, memes and stuff to say, be the person that you needed. And that's what I want us to be. I want yeah. us to be the person that we needed. I mean, when I went through Brendan Burchard's program at the end, you know, I had to write my motto for my life. And it was, you know, I want to be somebody who influences and helps other people so they can go out and influence and help other people. Yeah. That's how you change the world. And I, you know, I mean, that's, I was so proud of myself. I would cry when I finished writing it because like, I was like, oh my goodness, that is who I've spent my life wanting to be. And now I feel like we have that opportunity with this platform. I'm super excited too, because it's furthering the proof that, you know, business is yeah. a journey. You know, you start at one place and you just kind of refine on how things are going until you are able to figure out what you're supposed to do. Not just what you want to do. There's lots of things I want to do. But where the real magic happens is where what you want to do and what you're supposed to do kind of aligns. It's powerful. Favorites, favorites. <laughs>